Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Greg Shire. I'm from the Hellfire Symphony, and you're listening to the Oversell Podcast. Stay tuned with them, or I'm going to send you to hell. It is episode 119, and we are talking everything in professional wrestling. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I am Mike. And we are here to talk some professional wrestling. Sorry we've been away for a while, but life life, happens. life gets in the way. <laughs> We're just a podcast that talks about wrestling and a couple other things. It's good to have you back, Mike. It's, it's good. been a while. It's it good feels to, like it's been a while. It's just been two weeks. Yeah. You know? um, but uh, yeah, a lot going on in the wrestling world. We've got... Elimination Chamber coming in this week featuring the first ever women's Elimination Chamber match. First ever seven-man yeah. Elimination Chamber match. I mean, it, there's just... They're really trying to... It looks like they're trying to branch out this year and, um, you know, just change change what the things they've done Lots this year. Lots of firsts. Yeah, and, and, and part of that to me... Um, it seems like that's Triple H just getting a tad bit more power. Oh yeah, and I think you saw that on Raw this week when you had, um, the Gauntlet match that took up what like the first hour of the show. It felt like oh, it was I almost mean, two hours. I mean that, and, and but I actually read that was Vince's idea. Like wow. he's always been against you know long matches on TV. But they said he came up with that just out of nowhere. He approved everything that they decided to do with it, and it went over incredibly. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's that's incredible that I can't. I I find that just crazy to believe that old Vince would have something to do with that. Yeah. Um, you know, and it looks like Triple H is getting more power. Two hundred five live. Yeah. Um, one thing I tell you, one thing I, I like about what they're doing with two hundred five live, um, they have. A character like Rockstar Spud or Drake Maverick, right? Uh, he is a manager carrier, carrier, character, or man, you know, upper right. management character. But he's being taken very seriously. Mm-hmm. It screams Gorilla Monsoon. You know, he was a type of authority figure that was going to be respected, right? And that, to me, that changes everything with the show. I love them getting a general manager. Um, it gives it more of a legit feel. Yeah, yeah, it does. And it uh they're also uh letting the guys work, just letting them do their thing. And that is the best thing possible for what you have in that company. So now they have this tournament now. It's gonna culminate at WrestleMania, which I get to see live. Yes. And I like how they're spreading it out like that far. 
Yeah, smart. It's smart. It gives them plenty of time, plenty of different television, plenty much television to write. Right. You've seen Mark Andrews in this term. I think he's a new signee. Yeah. Um, he used to be in uh, Impact. Who was he in Impact? He was just Mandrews. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That Mark sounds Andrews Mandrews. That that just see that sounds <laughs> like that sounds like a username for a company. Yeah. Like what? When your first day is all right, your username is M Andrew Mandrews. Don't don't go telling everybody your password or something like that. That's <laughs> exactly, what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, give him a name. Just call him Mark Andrews. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know the wrestling right now, 2018, I think has gotten off to a great start for the WWE. Oh yeah. For professional wrestling in general. Yeah. We had, but surprisingly for WWE. Yeah. The, I mean, th- this was the most different Raw I think we've seen in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, like you started off with a match. Yeah, it would. It didn't start with some promo or anything like that. It kind of did, but I mean, it very short. You know, they were already out there starting to wrestle within you know what seemed like five minutes of opening. Yeah. Um, but a lot of action, and that's I want. I want matches. Yeah. I want solid matches. That's all I want. That's why I like NXT so much. It's why I love New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's wrestling. It's just wrestling. Um. I love what they did in that match. They made Seth Rollins get over huge oh, yeah. with two big wins. Uh, they, I think Elias looks strong. Uh, Finn, it looks I, – I, I see a situation where we're going to get Finn and Miz for the IC title. That would be nice. I, at WrestleMania. I think that would be a good idea. I think Finn, as much as I want him to be the top champion – I think he would be a great intercontinental champion. Mm-hmm. Be it, it would harken back, and and the Miz is I think is one of those intercontinental champions too, to where they're giving it to one of their best workers. Oh yeah, you know, used to be Hulk Hogan sold the tickets, but you came to see uh, Rick Rude, you came to see Kurt Hennig, you came right. to see these people because they were putting on awesome matches. You were the workhorse of that company, and I think Finn could fin- fill that role nicely. And plus, I think Miz and Finn play off of each other better. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, think, I can see that. Yeah, and and I think they put on a good show. Miz uh, has been on in the in top form for two to three years now in everything he's doing. Um, it sets up a big moment to where you're going to get um, the Good Brothers helping him out, taking out the Miz Taraj. You know, there's pl- there's that oh, setup yeah. too. So because when you you've already got the numbers for that to work. Yep. So I th- I can see that. I can also see maybe Braun going after that IC title. See, that's what I had, I you think thought. Braun, and that's what I'd heard. That's that's going to be Braun's you know big match because he hasn't held a title, has he? No, no. He never with the Wyatts. He never did anything. No. I mean, hell, Bray Wyatt got a title run for two months, and we all know how that went last year. Yeah, it was only a month. <laughs> it seems. Yeah, that's. I guess that's me giving credit to Bray. Yeah. And, and like speaking of Bray. Kind of the segue here. Um, do you care about this Bray Wyatt Matt Hardy feud? Not really, and that's sad to say because you know two of the the best characters out of wrestling in the past you know three or four years, mm-hmm. and it's just not living up to the hype. Well, I think part of it is they're not they're not trying to do the type of television you need to make that Matt Hardy character. Great. They're not going to do those weird camera angles. They're not going to do shooting all site promos. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what do you think? Speaking of promos, these cell phone promos, all these 
people are putting in now. What do you think of those? I mean, it, it makes sense because that's that's the age we're in now. I mean, anybody can post anything from anywhere as long as you've got a cell phone. And it, I, I guess it, they're trying to add more realism to it, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, these, these guys are in character all the time. They can just pull their phone out. Here's the promo. I mean, they're yeah. done for a little bit. Yeah, it just seems like um, one person did it and they're like, and I could just see, oh, that's a great idea. Let's keep it going. <laughs> you know what I miss? I miss promos where Mean Jean's out for an interview and they have the bad backdrops, you know, yep. with, the, with the name of the pay-per-view in the back and everything like that. And I guess the, the thing I loved about those is Mean Jean was interviewing them and they were looking in the camera when they talked. It wasn't I, – I hate – I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate these. You got to pretend the camera's not there. Bullshit. Yeah. We know it's there. That's I mean, how we're seeing it. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I mean, it's just that's just so annoying. Like, two guys are gonna have that kind of conversation. Like, it doesn't feel authentic to me. I, I think that's why I hate it so much. But I want to go back to, you know, the bat, the the promos with the backdrops. You know, with Charlie Caruso, Renee Young, right, interviewing people, and I guess they're... I mean, they still do that, but... Yeah, well, and here's another thing. When's the last time you watched television, standing to the side of it... When I have people recording me so they can see my reaction <laughs> to what I'm watching? <laughs> like, how do you... I just... That's just... the. That's just beyond stupid. When we start doing more YouTube videos, that's how we're gonna have it. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna talk. We're gonna have like the computer set over here so we can like look at notes and stuff. But we're gonna have the camera back in the corner <laughs> behind us where we're all. You know, we're gonna constantly be like craning our neck around just to read what's on there. But yeah, it's it's just one of those things that they they think is a good idea. Yeah, just and and it's really it's only WWE that does it. Yeah, I mean any other promotion they don't have, you know. Their wrestlers backstage watching TV. You know, I want wrestlers like. Here's a great idea for a manager. A guy, and um, we've had him on the show. I can't think of his name right now. Kelly James, I think. Kelly James. Um, he's a kind of wrestler. He has notes. You know, I want a wrestler with a manager that's watching tape. You know, watching tape. Right. footage, analyzing weaknesses and strengths, and hey, if he's going to do this, like, like if I was a manager, I'd have tape on John Cena. He's going to, you're get, at some point. <laughs> when, he, when he comes with the first shoulder tackle, stay down. Don't throw that punch. <laughs> do not, at this point, do not <laughs> throw a punch. Fake the punch. When he ducks, kick him in the head. Yeah. You know, I would love to see some wrestler do that. Every one of them throws that stupid punch and it gets on my nerves every time. Mm -hmm. Or after the first shoulder tackle, stay down and roll out the ring. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Instant, you have a character that could do that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, and that could go for tons of different, you know, people. Yeah, I, I guess that's why I love New Japan so much is, you know, you don't get bits like that. Mm -mm. But, you know, I... I John Cena's made a ton of money out of doing everything he's done, yep. so I can't fault the guy. And, you know, I saw a video not too long ago, and it was of John Cena, and it was people thanking him for all he does. Like, Yeah, I know, which, I know the video you're talking about. I, after I saw that, I was like, I get it now. <laughs> John Cena can never, after that commercial, he can never, ever turn heel. Oh, yeah. Um, 
but they you know there seems to be some sort of weird change for character for him i saw it at the rumble he's like i'm just trying to get to wrestlemania and that's you know that's that's kind of shrugging off the uh boy scout superman yeah approach. He's, he's just trying to i guess the character's taking a more realistic turn yeah he's just I mean, he, when he's you, when you start. That's more heelish when you start justifying your actions. Right, when you have to start justifying. But it's your almost the, you know, you, you're gonna boo me and you're gonna cheer me no matter what. Right, it doesn't matter what I do, what reaction I'm going for. You're still gonna do what you want. So, I'm just gonna tell you how it is. And and then he does great stuff. Like you see the special needs guy sitting ringside, and he goes right. over and hangs out with him, and gives him a hug, and yeah. You know, it's like, damn you, John Cena. You you make this room too dusty sometimes. Uh, did you see what he did for the kid in Memphis? Uh, I don't think so. So uh, there's a special needs student. Student. Um, I forget. I, I I forgot the kid's name, but WREG Channel Three covered a lot of it. And um, this girl, who was a good friend of this kid, um, she was not special needs, right? But he was. But they have a very close friendship, and she really likes him and stuff. And she wanted help asking him to prom, and John Cena is his favorite wrestler, so John Cena cut a quick... It, it took 30 seconds. Right. John Cena cut a quick promo asking the kid to prom for the girl. And, you know, that I guarantee you it made that kid's life. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you start looking at celebrities, and you have people like... You know, John Cena uses his fame for shit like that. Oh, yeah. You know... He's do, he how many, how many make a wishes does he do a year? Oh, he's like number one all time. Right, I he mean. does like three hundred or something, three hundred or so a year. Oh yeah. When is the last time you saw a Kardashian doing something like that? I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. I I was watching, but I, was, I mean, what little kid wants to meet a Kardashian? <laughs> my point is, I understand what you're saying. It's a whole charity. Work. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. When was the last time you saw the Kardashians outside of their reality show? Because you know that's not real. Yeah, you know the episode where they find this homeless guy and help him out and clean him up, and you know then he doesn't drink anymore. I guarantee you that dude took whatever money he made for that appearance. You've watched far more than I've ever known. Ab- Abby used to watch it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and well, the other day I was channel surfing and I came across now Kylie Jenner has her own show, and no joke, she these are the words I heard during the show. It's hard to take the perfect selfie like. Jesus Christ, really? Yeah. That's uh, I mean, First world problems. Oh, my God. And I was like, people watch this stuff, and then don't even get me started on the whole Caitlyn Jenner thing because I think that was all a setup so they could get more money out of E. Oh, yeah. But we won't go there. We won't go there. I'm probably going to get in trouble for the... I have no problem with transgendered people. <laughs> I, I promise I don't. I really don't. And, and the bad thing about that is, is in the times that we're in now, you have to say that. Yeah, I, I have no problem with that. I because just, somebody's going to get offended about something. Right, right. I have no problem with the transgender folks out there. It's your life. I have no say in what you do with your life. Your body, do whatever the heck you want to do with it. Yeah, and somebody's going to be offended now that, you know, I said that they were going to be offended. So yeah, now I'm yeah. in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Well, you play too many violent video games. So. Yeah, because, you know, yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, you know, all that. I, I, I allow that to take over my life and... Yeah, anyway. Control my actions. Back to wrestling. Um, so, yeah, it's just great to see John Cena using his celebrity and popularity for something other than taking the perfect selfie or getting millions and millions of dollars out of E. 
or anything like that. Right. I mean, last time I'd never seen. I don't think I've ever seen Chris Jenner do much for tra- charity or anything like that. Anyway, I'm gonna you just have like a hatred for the Kardashian, the whole Kardashian thing, don't I, you? Yeah, I do. Uh, I do. I do. They're famous for the, all the wrong reasons. <laughs> you know, at least John Cena had to put his body through tons and tons of pain and work and he truly travel. earned his yeah 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 it wasn't a sex tape and then the whole family's famous yeah yeah well yeah 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 that's pretty much how it happened yeah I mean. did you ever watch you need you know what you need to watch did you get to see the oj simpson thing they no, did on fx I haven't watched it david schwimmer's robert kardashian was great and there's a scene that always sticks out to me that i always think of that movie when the kids heard their name on television, they started chanting it. I'm like, that that's that says oh. so much about today. <laughs> Kardashian, Kardashian. I'm like, oh my god, that says so much about them. So that's anyway. something we should do. We should do something really stupid and just see how famous we can get off of it. Well, you can make a sex tape. I'm not gonna make it with you, but okay. I mean, you, I'm sure you can. Hey, get in touch with Mad Braddocks, and you can y'all can work <laughs> something out there. <laughs> Just kidding. He knows how to do that. So, uh, let's see. Uh, what else from Raw? I can't really can't think of anything else too crazy that happened other than the really long gauntlet match. What did you think of Braun a couple of weeks ago? We didn't get to talk about this coming out with that giant. Uh, that si- was great. You know, uh, stand up bass. Yeah, the stand up bass that he like broke a string on barely. It looked like he was barely plucking it, but oh yeah, he said that was totally unplanned. Like that just happened. Well, when you but have. The- <laughs> The craziest thing about that whole thing is when he broke the base on Elias' back, he did it with the string side, Ugh. like, to his back. And I, Elias took it and was back the next week. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, let's but, see. I mean, you got the strings, the bridge, then you got the, you know, the casing itself. and You think that, I, I, I'm sure that was, I'm sure that was some sort of, it wasn't a true stand-up base. I don't know. I mean, it looked legit. I mean, if not, they, they have a great props department um i'm gonna tell you the surprise probably for the week probably for the month and probably for the year and i got i want to get your take on this okay jeff jarrett going in to <laughs> the wwe hall of fame how surprising is that to you it's not a name you would have thought of i wouldn't no no way no way no. absolutely the only man i believe he was the only man publicly fired during the invasion right I can't think of anyone yeah. where that was pointed out and not fired other than him. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just such a tumultuous history between the WWE and Jeff Jarrett. He came in, he was fired. He then he came back, fired again. Goes to WCW, <laughs> chance he can come back, fired. fired. Worked for Impact. He started TNA. Started TNA, WWE's biggest competitor, although they weren't much of a competitor. Right. Um, they sure took all the old stars from them, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, and now they have a couple of impact-made guys. you got AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. You know, um, who else is some? EC3. EC3's coming in. You know, um, Rockstar Spud. Drake Maverick. Um, you know, it, it's just, I was just shocked. Bobby Roode. Uh, when, when people were saying it was a rumor, I'm like, there is no way. There is no way Jeff Jarrett is going to go into the WWE Hall of Fame. And then they announced it. I'm like, wow. That truly shocked. <laughs> me and uh friend John, been on the show, works with me at the Grizzlies. Uh, we were talking about it. And, you know, Jeff Jarrett was just recently at wrestling night for the Grizzlies. Yep. And, you know, 
we were joking that yeah, he, he the only reason he got in is because he held the uh, the Grizzly Weight World oh, Title. God. And, you know, that, oh, that does so much for your career. Um, I got to see him a couple of years ago take on Jerry Lawler again at the Legends of Memphis Wrestling Show in Jonesboro, Arkansas, and I did get his autograph. Um, so yeah, I that's just interesting. So yeah. who do you think inducts Jeff Jarrett into the WWE Hall of Fame? I'm thinking it's going to be one of two people. Okay, it's going to be either Lawler for the history those two guys right. have, or it's going to be Road Dog. I can see him going with Road Dog. I think Road Dog is going to be. Um, <coughs> I was talking to Arnez, who's been on the show before, and he was thinking that AJ Styles is going to do him because they're TNA history, and I'm like, I think they're going to acknowledge TNA impact a little bit. They're going to acknowledge that he started it. They're not going yeah, to acknowledge yeah, right, anything. Right. And I, I just think Road Dog because you know. Road Dog got into the WWE with Jarrett, right? As far as that singing duo, or and the, I, I have a feeling it's just going to be the Road yeah. Dog. He's a writer backstage. Now, if they go with Lawler, I can see that too because Memphis Wrestling Lawler. So we are what we are going to. Typically, they don't. Yeah, but that but that doesn't stop Jeff Jarrett from talking about Memphis Wrestling. Oh yeah, as he he's definitely getting could. Yeah. So that's what I'm. I'll, I will be excited to hear about old Memphis Wrestling days. But the, he probably won't. Well, he, there's there's the possibility, they but they can't control those speeches. We all know true. that they get they go on as like that damn fabulous Freebird speech from a couple <laughs> years ago. We we are not going to the Hall of Fame from WrestleMania. That's going to be um, right at when we will be at the WWN Super Show, Mercury Rising. So the Friday night. Yep. yep. Eight o'clock. And did I tell you what one of the main events of that match of that show is? You probably did. So Will Ospreay is going to be there. Okay, yeah, from yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling, and he's taking on Matt freaking Riddle, the yep. King of Bros. So that's another show I want to get early because I got to get a picture with Matt Riddle. I love Matt Riddle, uh, and I'm really excited to see Timothy Thatcher is going to be wrestling in it. I mean, that that whole show is going to be great. And then progress that afternoon, so there's a t- chance we can see Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne, you know, outside of WWE UK. Yeah. Um, we got Ring of Honor, Saturday Night, Kenny Omega, and Cody Rhodes. Yep. I cannot. I think as as of right now, that is the match I am most excited to see that weekend. Understandable. <laughs> it, it, uh, Ryan Drosty is going to be going down for WrestleMania. I think we're going to all the same shows. So nice. Um, for the Progress show, we're going to be seat, sitting general admission. Um, so we'll probably be hanging out. Arnez, is, I think, is going to try to go to that show. Um, Fred, I know Fred, who's been on the show before. Shaggy's going to be down there. Right, right. We're all going to the same uh, Ring of Honor show. Uh, I don't think they're going to WWN Super Show. I'm also the WrestleCon's going on that weekend too. Yep. So maybe Saturday, if I can talk to Ted, we'll do WrestleCon during the day Saturday and go straight from there to Ring of Honor because I'm getting in line. For the meet, I know there's going to be a meet and greet for Ring of Honor. I am getting a damn Kenny Omega autograph and picture. I am not missing the chance to take a picture <laughs> with Kenny Omega, uh, you know, and any of the other. There's, you know, you never know what New Japan stars are going to be there. Kushida could be there. Yeah. Um, I'm just so excited. That's going to be such a fun weekend. Tennille Dashwood. Tennille Dashwood will be down there. She's gonna. She's uh in Women of Honor. She's gonna be doing that stuff. Yeah. She's in that tournament. Yeah. Uh, so maybe I'll, maybe they'll be working the Ring of Honor show. I am. There's just so much going on, and I'm so you excited. Get to see the Briscoes, I love them. 
Are they? Oh, they're in Ring of Honor too, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Golly, there's uh, that Supercard of Honor show is going to be so much fun. And is it uh, in in the uh, the title match, uh, Dalton Castle and Jay Lethal, or is that prior to then? I didn't even think about that. I'm going to get to see Dalton Castle too. Versus Jay Lethal. Oh my gosh, that. Dalton Castle is awesome. I like Dalton Castle. Yeah. I like Dalton Castle. I like Jay Lethal. I mean, there's not, there's nothing I'm not excited for. I mean, oh, if yeah. I wasn't excited for it, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have bought the damn yeah, exactly. tickets. Exactly. Yeah. So then we got WrestleMania Sunday, so we'll be there for five hours of it. You in NXT? No, that's the same night as Ring of Honor. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So that's right. That's right. It was either Ring of Honor, which I've seen, uh, or NXT. I've been to an NXT show before, so I'm like, I got to see something. And it was after we bought the tickets, they announced Kenny Omega versus yeah. Cody Rhodes. And I'm like, holy! <laughs> I called Ted immediate, immediately. I'm like, dude, we're going to get to see Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes. He's like, I don't know who those are, but they sound awesome. And I'm like, so that's going to that's gonna be the trade off. You're going to see that match, but you're going to miss like Adam Cole in some match at, a, at WrestleMania. I, I'm guaranteeing Alistair Black's, I think, is going to be wrestling for the title at TakeOver that weekend. Uh, well, I'm sure Adam Cole is going to have a match. I mean, it's WrestleMania weekend. Right. I think Alistair, I think you're going to get Alistair Black versus Cian Almas. That'll be cool. Oh, yeah. And maybe, I don't know what this stuff, uh, did you Being see? WrestleMania, it could be Triple Threat or whatever. Uh, well, did you see what Velveteen Dream tweeted or something? I didn't see it. Like, it, it wouldn't load when I was, when I clicked on it earlier. But, I mean, I saw, you know, it was called, he was shooting on indie wrestlers or something like that. Which, what indie wrestler did NXT just sign? I don't know which one. Ricochet. Oh yeah, Ricochet. Okay. So the, could I know, they, they sign people all the time. I don't know. Do you think they could? That could be a. I think that's kind of a work to set up Ricochet and uh, Velveteen Dream. Quite possibly. So there's that to look forward to. I'll, I'm gonna. I'll watch a show on the iPad afterwards or something like that. But I'm. I. I got to go to. I can't miss. <laughs> I can't miss Kenny Omega. Especially since you already got tickets. Yeah. Yeah. And I. I just. I'm so excited. I can't say it enough how excited I am. Uh, let's look at Elimination Chamber this weekend. One more quick oh, thing about yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all, going y'all. back to Raw. Uh, yeah. You know, Seth Rollins looked like just uh, the man. Yeah, he looked awesome. And, you know, that match broke a couple records. He was in – he was he had the longest time in a match in WWE history, at like 65 minutes and something. So, I mean, that's longer than, like, some people were in the Royal Rumble. I mean, single mm-hmm. match – he got that record. And then the match itself was like the longest televised match, which was like 120-something minutes. So it was like, you know, two-hour match. And that overtook uh, like a couple Bruno matches or something. Wow. Wow. That's very cool. And then the big thing that I know will <laughs> it'll get you going is the fact that in one night, Seth Rollins wrestled longer than Brock Lesnar has the entire year of two, like since he held the title. Makes sense that I mean one night he wrestled more minutes than Brock Lesnar has defending the title. I think I'm going to be happy to see Brock drop the title at Mania to someone that's actually to Roman Reigns. To Roman Reigns, I'm not, I'm fine with that. Yeah, to someone that's actually going to be on Raw every week, you know, your title may actually start meaning something again. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's look at Elimination Chamber. Uh, go from. It'll probably be the opening match to the main event. Cesaro and Sheamus versus Titan, Titus O'Neil and Apollo. Apollo. He's not Apollo, Apollo Crews anymore. Apollo. Just like Cesaro lost Antonio a long time ago. Yeah. And Sheamus lost <coughs> Sheamus McFinnigan. Something like that. Yeah. I don't think he was. <laughs> 
<laughs> McFinnigan. Uh, I mean, uh, there's no way Cesaro and Sheamus are losing the tag titles to Apollo and Titus O'Neil, right? Especially at Elimination Chamber. They're going to lose it. they got to lose it to a big tag team. Holy shit. They keep the tag titles till after WrestleMania. Now, yeah, War Machine's going to NXT, aren't they? Probably. Man, what if War Machine showed up the next night after <laughs> Raw to challenge for the tag team titles? Yeah. That would be awesome. But I think they're going to go the NXT route. Or um, AOP. Yeah, they could come up. That's I think that's going to be your most logical call up after WrestleMania. Here we are talking about the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania <laughs> before we even oh, yeah. talk about Elimination Chamber. But yeah, there's no way Cesaro, Cesaro and Sheamus lose and a tag they titles shouldn't. to 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 Titus O'Neil and Apollo. Dana. I wouldn't mind it if they did. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Titus Worldwide is they're impressing people now. I mean, they're they're actually getting some time and. Oh, so you they're, add they're entertaining. Now. You add Dana Brooke to him, and they get entertaining all I of a sudden. Guess so. That's cra- isn't that crazy to say? Yeah, I'm taking Cesaro and Sheamus. Yeah, Woken Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt. I have no fucking clue. I, you, <laughs> it's that it's a really hard match to call, and it's also uh, why should we care about this match? They've no. done nothing to make Bray a super monster or an interesting character. He cuts. Fantastic promos and then loses matches. Yep. Uh, the Woken Matt Hardy character has nothing behind it. There's no story to it. The, it this is just this is just a bland setup. It's yeah. just it's 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 very disappointing. This is more bland than uh, Michael McGillicuddy and what was his tag team partner? The Bland leading the Bland. <laughs> um, the the David Otunga. Yeah, that when they yeah. were a tag team after the Nexus. This is more bland than those two guys together and you know, I just I can't find were they the tag team? I yeah. thought he was with No, is Michael McGillicuddy or Curtis Axel yeah. and David Otunga. I after, thought it was after Nexus. Okay, because for a while they were teaming I guess it was still when it was Nexus. When he was with uh what was Bray Wyatt's name before Hus- that? Husky Harris. Husky Harris, yeah. Because they were team they were a tag team for now, a while. Yeah, but this was after that. It, that because okay. because Husky Harris was still in. That they were still doing. That was when they were doing the new Nexus. The, yeah, and then after well, I like think the new Nexus and then the core or whatever when yeah, they split it up. And yeah, and then Hardy. Well, then Harris went down to NXT, got injured, and then had to come back and, and repackaged uh, and came back as Bray Wyatt and tear it up in NXT yeah. and can't do anything on the main roster. Um, I, as far as a winner, like I almost don't care. Yeah. But it's it's really hard to call because, you know, Bray Wyatt's the the younger. I mean, he, he's been around for a while now, but he's still kind of the up and comer compared to to the Hardys. Mm-hmm. So you would think, okay, he goes over because you know you bring Matt in just for the draw, but he's going to be you know he's getting closer to the end of his career, so he's going to help enhance you know younger talent. But then again. It's Matt Hardy, and you know the fans have been waiting for this gimmick for years. And you would think, okay, well they can't blow it. And they, you know, he's got to get a win here. But either way, somebody really gets screwed. Yeah, I, I think they're, Bray Wyatt's going to be around for a while, so I think Matt Hardy's going to get some sort of weird win. Th- hopefully, they turn on the weird for this match, and not when I say weird, 
don't project some shit on the fucking map. <laughs> just don't. That's when I say weird. That's not what I mean. And don't, don't do. What was that match with? What was that dumb shit with Wharton? The House of Horrors. Yeah, the House of Horrors match. Be sure you say that yeah. right, because if you say it too fast, like in Texas, House of Horrors, <laughs> horrors. Um, but yeah, I think Woken Matt gets the win. It's not like they care about Bray Wyatt anyway. Yeah, I'll go with you on that. Oscar uh, versus Nia Jax. Oscar. Damn. Don't even want to talk about it. But I'm just saying she's gonna win. I hope so. I hope so. They're I- not gonna. They're not gonna end her winning streak. Yeah, they you can't sacrifice Asuka's winning streak to add Nia Jax to the title match or right. whatever she's in at WrestleMania. Right. They're, they're not going to end her streak before she wins the title. Yeah, they, well, they better not. Uh, you, you say not, they're <laughs> not, but, you know. I mean, but, I mean, with anybody that, you know, could break the streak, Nia Jax should be the one to do it. Uh, yeah, but further down the road. Oh, yeah. Or, or no, it shouldn't be Nia Jax. Well, I mean, Rousey. No. Shayna Baszler. She would be... She oh, yeah. Be, that's that's who I want to see. That's, that'd that's, be a long way down the road. I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah. I don't think... I don't think... You know what? Because, I, I mean, it's going to take a monster heel to beat her. Uh, so, Asuka, later down the road, because Asuka and Ronda Rousey need to stay as far away as possible from each other right now. So, maybe next year. Next year. I'm going to put this out there. I'm going to do some fantasy booking. Okay, so she's going to choose to go against Charlotte. Yeah. Who? Asuka? Asuka. No, she's going to stay raw. I think she'll choose. The, well, if you want to keep them oh, as no. far apart as possible, so, she yeah, would choose. She, she, she chooses Charlotte. Charlotte. Rousey comes. Moves to SmackDown since Rousey's coming to Raw. Yep. And um, uh, so further down the road, Asuka... Shayna Baszler debuts. Asuka barely gets a win. Barely over Shayna Baszler. And after the match, she's so frustrated because of what it took to beat her. She starts attacking Shayna Baszler after the match and viciously just beating the hell out of her. Beating the hell. Who does that piss off the most? Ronda Rousey. She comes to her friend's age, aid. And the next pay-per-view after that, which if you did it right, could be WrestleMania, Asuka, Ronda Rousey. Double down on it if you really want to make it special. Rousey's undefeated at the time, too. Two undefeated streaks going into WrestleMania. One is one of the biggest women's combat sports person ever. And the other is, you know, the most dominant force. By then, it would be the most dominant female force ever in professional wrestling. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Hire me. <laughs> how did? How do I know to do this stuff, right? I mean, would that not tell a great story? Yeah. You've got Ronda Rousey. She's been tearing through people left and right on the main roster. She took on she took on all three members of the Riot Squad at one time and beat them all. Mm-hmm. You know, you could do that just to get her over. WrestleMania 35, Rousey versus Asuka. Ch- and even this, champion versus champion. Like title unification or just 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 champion versus champion, streak versus streak. Yep, streak versus streak, champion versus champion. But now that we've said all that, you know, at some point in the next three months, uh, Lana is going to pin Oscar in some oh, roll God. up win. 
They, they had better not do that. <laughs> do you, I do love that. Um, it's going to happen on Rusev Day. Um, I do love that after Lana won her match in the mixed match challenge, how they played to how exciting it was for her to get her first win. Yeah. I like that. Uh, as for this match, yeah, Asuka's going to win. Yeah. Easily. Which brings us to the first ever WWE Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Raw's Women Championship. Yes. Alexa Bliss, the champion, versus Bailey, versus Mandy Rose, versus Mickey James, versus Sasha Banks, versus Sonya Deville. What do you think about how they've set everything up with this match? It's been all right. I mean, yeah, the the whole the story of is the match itself, you know, being the first women's match, you know. There's not many firsts that the women can have now match-wise. I mean, they're 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 knocking them down, you know, you know every few months and I think that's great. I mean, yeah. it, it's time yeah. for, you know, the equality of it, you know, if yeah. if the guys can have these, you know, high-profile matches, the women should as well. Uh I think uh Bliss is going to keep it. I do too. I did. Uh, you know what? There, there's nobody in this match that I can see them giving the championship to, unless it was Sasha. But I, yeah. they're not going to do that. Now let me ask you this: I know why they're probably in this match is due to you know that's some of the only talent they have. But is this type of match too early for someone like Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville? Not really. Okay, I think this kind of match is good for. For somebody, you know, as I guess as green as these two still are, or as you know, as new to the roster, I mean, because you know they never, they never consider being an NXT really, mm-hmm. you know, part of the WWE. You know, mm-hmm. it's they've made it to WWE now that they're on Raw, and since this is more of a gimmick match, you know, that it's easier to guide them through. Okay. You know, it's it's not just regular straight wrestling match. There's other stuff that can be incorporated, so it's it'll get them seen because it's a high profile match, but it's safe in the regards that it doesn't have to be, you know, th- their skill set doesn't have to be exposed. So let's say this: well, we also have the contract signing of Ronda Rousey right that night. Sasha Banks, if Sasha Banks somehow won, could we see Sasha versus Ronda? At WrestleMania? No. You don't think so? It'd be Bliss getting you think rematch. Bl- okay. Because I'm thinking right now, the, the whole thing that they're wanting to do with Ronda Rousey is they're wanting to have her in a tag team match at WrestleMania okay. against Triple H and Stephanie. My God, if she put if Stephanie even gets a lick in on her, it's one too many. <laughs> she oh, No, she's allowed to get one. Right. One slap, that unleashes Ronda. I mean... If they try to make Stephanie some sort of a star using Ronda Rousey, they are making a big mistake. And that kind of scares me. Yeah. That that does. I mean, Stephanie's, you know, she's put male superstars down without second thought, you know, and I don't think she'd have a problem doing it to another woman. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, this easily could be used to elevate Stephanie. It better but, not. It better not. But Ronda's going to get her win. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. So you well, think unless it's another Sting thing. So you think Kurt Ronda versus Triple H and Steph? That's pretty likely right now. They were wanting Rock, you know, Rock and Ronda originally, but their movie schedule and even if he is free, you know, 
insurance isn't going to let him wrestle oh, when no. he's in line no. for, you know, and movie. You, you know, what's funny is um, people, you know, when Ronda debuted, everyone was like, oh, I would have been excited for this if it was two years ago. Like, that's, when you say that about Ronda Rousey, yeah. you are showing how stupid you are. Because guess what? Two years ago, Dana White's not letting her out of her fucking sight at a wrestling event. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Oh, hey, Dana, I'm going to go do this full-time wrestling bit. Uh, what? I'm sorry. What? Your contract says right here, no, nothing like that unless I approve it. Yeah. It's probably in those exact words. Yeah. And <laughs> nothing so like that. to say it's two years too late is just stupid. Guess what? There was the most talked about thing after the Royal Rumble was mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey coming out. Was it, it, That was what they did their job, and they did yeah. it right. And... Just if your argument is it's just two years too late, she's not a special bullshit. Bullshit. People were on their feet saying whole people were on their feet. They were excited. Yep. Uh me, I had a piece of meat demon pizza hanging out of my mouth, <laughs> like, holy shit, Ronda Rousey. <laughs> but um yeah, I, I'm with you. Alexa Bliss easily she's keeping win this match. Which brings us to uh, the main event. Uh, Braun Strowman, Elias, Finn Balor, John Cena, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and The Miz in the first ever seven-man elimination, elimination chamber match for number one contendership. For yeah, for the this isn't for the title. This yeah. is just the chance to face Brock Lesnar in WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, um, you know, I, I I'm pretty sure it's going to be Reigns winning it. Yeah, I think that's safe to say. Um. What do you? What have you thought about the build as far as add how they added Finn and Seth to the match? I honestly, I mean, I'm glad they're in it. That's they they deserve to be in contendership. They needed something to do with Seth, right? But I think it's also, you know, if if Jason Jordan hadn't have been injured. They would have been both of them guys might not have been there, you know, right. or, or at least one of them wouldn't have been well, in there. Seth wouldn't have been in it. Yeah. He would have been wrestling. He would the tag team titles. Cesar and Sheamus probably would have been possibly at this pay per view. Um, I'm looking forward to this match. Uh, we know um, Elias will be the last one to enter the chamber, so it's going to be fun. Miz will be first. Miz will be first. So I guess they're starting with three guys in the yeah, ring. They've announced it. Okay. They're starting with three. You just don't know who the other two are right now. Um, it's going to be fun to see Brock Lesnar or Braun Strowman in one of those little containers. Yeah, that's going to be hilarious if they can get him in one. Yeah, and you know what? They may just save that and have him start <laughs> with Miz. You know, you know what I would do with him when they pick who comes in first. Braun doesn't care, and he just busts out of his cage and kicks it because you know he could just—I'm sure—break one of those doors anyway. Oh, yeah. He just comes into the match and just starts tearing people up whenever he wants to. That's how I, what I would do with Braun. Get him over as a monster, you know. They're probably going to do things where all six guys are going to pin him, or three. Or, it'll right. take three or four guys to pin him. Um, I don't want to see him pinned by one person after one finisher. So that's I'm talking to you, John Cena. <laughs> um, but it, I think, or, or I'd like to see him get released early because somebody, you know, screwed up and broke his, you know, pod or whatever. You know, yeah, somebody. Gets suplexed or something through the pod, and Braun Strowman's just like, okay, I'm out now. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> unleashing the monster. Yeah. Um, so, Or if they could do that, that would be a great way to bring Elias in. 
you know, he's he's announced that he'll be the last one, but somehow somebody breaks it open to where he's a part of it early. Braun could break it. Yeah, I see that. So, um, I just yeah. want to see stuff broken. So I, you know, someone's I, Braun's probably gonna have to be the guy to get beat. He's gonna get hit by every finisher. That's how you get a monster over. It takes. Elias doing his finisher. It takes Finn Balor doing a Coupe de Gras. It takes John Cena to do the AA. It takes Roman Rears with a Spain. A, sp- a, little, a spear. <laughs> spear. Seth Rollins with the knee. Uh, the Miz with the full, or the whatever. the Skull crushing finale. finale. What's Elias's finisher? I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I can picture it in my head, but I don't know what it's called now. I, 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 yeah, I don't know what he calls it either. Oh, well, but yeah, that's how you take out Braun Strowman, then three or four guys pin him. And he gets out of the match. Or at some point, what they're going to do is three or four guys are going to pin him, and he pushes them all off, and they're all just going to go flying, and that's going to be a does, great. Does the Mistarage show up and oh, yeah. somehow get in? Yeah, they're going to. They're, they're going to sneak in while they're letting somebody out, they're, or they're going to be. What if they're under the elimination chamber and they open up one of the grates and come out through that? That'd be <laughs> kind, of, kind of like Ninja Turtle esque, you know? That'd be kind of cool. But if that's the case, then you know, the Good Brothers could. Yeah, but, show up too. Yeah, but I don't know. They're not. They're not as annoying little bastards as. Right. But yeah, they, I could see the Good Brothers showing up, Gallows and Anderson coming in and raising a little hell to help out Finn. So there's multiple All ways you nothing. go. But in the end, the last man standing will be Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. We can agree on that. Yeah. Right. Let's take a quick break here. When we come back, I think Mike has a little list he wants to go through. So if you don't want to, this is going to be probably the end of the wrestling talk. Well, actually, before we go, we'll go do Superstar of the Week, and then we'll come back. And if you don't want to listen to any more wrestling talk, you can stop. I think Mike's got a little SNL list he wants to go through. You've been listening to the Oversell Podcast, and we're going to go ahead and do our Superstar of the Week. So, Mike, I ask you, who is your Superstar of the Week? Seth Rollins, easy. Dude, I didn't even turn the thing down before you said it. Yeah, it, that's okay. Seth, how easy it is. Seth Rollins is your superstar of the week. All right, all right, all right. Um, hmm. I mean, I want to. I, I don't. I don't want to be just say Seth because that's that's. <laughs> but he's deserving of yeah, it. He is. I mean, he is. But um, let's see. You know what? Can't. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of it's kind of a given. It's Seth Rollins, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, sixty-five minutes in a match, he pinned Reigns and Cena both consecutively. Yep. yep. I will say this: not Oscar for her promo skills because that yeah, was that's horrible. Yeah. Well, they. they I mean, it's not really her fault. No, that's not. You no. don't put a mic on her. Yeah. Or, and if she does, if she says like three words. Yeah. And you that's don't it. Give, you don't have you know give her like a questionnaire or anything. Give, I mean, you give just, her four words. Oscar's gonna hurt you, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Seth Rollins. I'll just go ahead and say it. Seth Rollins. Yeah. Folks, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have an SNL list for you. Just a little, something a little fun to end the show on. This is the Oversell Podcast. Welcome back again. That was different. Hello, my friend. Hello. I love that movie. Uh, what was Saving Silverman? I think With I Jason, saw that. Jason Biggs, Steve Zahn, Jack Black. Yeah. Arlie Emery, of all people. <laughs> Amanda Peet. Amanda Peet. Yep. So, Mike has found an interesting list he wants us to kind of go through and just pick apart, make fun of, and or agree with. 
Um, Mike, why don't you tell them where you found this list and what it is? All right. I found it originally on msn.com, but it looks like it came from somewhere else or somewhere else linked to that or something. But it's obviously this is opinion, but this is supposedly the 30 funniest SNL skits. You know, we've talked SNL several times over the years on the podcast. I mean, it's it may have been one of on our first episode. I think yep. we we discussed it because that was around the time when they had their big uh, what was it fortieth anniversary or something, mm-hmm. which would make sense because they're in the forty third season now. Uh, some of these I don't even know. Most of them I do because I watch SNL all. I've, <laughs> I don't know how many episodes of SNL I've seen over the 43 years, and I'm not even that old. But uh, I don't think it's in any order. I hope not, because that would be really bad. Uh, but just kind of get to go through some of these, and then we'll throw in what we think should should have been on the list, because I know there's going to be some. Uh, but first one they have, Wild and Crazy Guys. That's, Steve that's Martin, Dan Aykroyd. Top skit. That's a top skit. Yeah. It was, it was always funny when those guys on. Yeah. And that was back, you know, when that was the first couple seasons mm-hmm. if if Steve Martin was on there. Yep. <clears throat> uh here's one I know that you'll agree with. This was hilarious. Matt Foley in a van down by the river. Now, which Matt Foley? Because they did several skits. Was it just the, the skits in general, or was I'm, it... I'm thinking most of these are just in general. Okay. Because okay. okay. a lot of these, but I mean, the, the picture it has is the one... Where he comes in the house, you know, with David Spade and Christina Applegate. Yes, that's the best one. Yeah, because that—that's why I was asking. Falls through the table. Yeah, yeah. Um. What's that over there, Dad? Is that Bill Shakespeare? Huh? Huh? Yeah. Actually, we kind of encourage him in his writing. Why don't you just <laughs> shut your big yapper? Thirty-five years old, thrice divorced, and living in a van down, down by, by the river. river. Yep. Classic. Yeah. Chris Farley, he was great on that show. Yep. More cowbell. Top skit. I'll agree with that. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Little blue, blue oyster cult there. Christopher Walken <laughs> was the host for that episode. Yep. Will Ferrell, of course, the infamous cowbell player. Oh yeah. With just the outfits they were I mean, they were I got in the whole seventies. I got a fever. And the only prescription is some more cowbell. Not bad. I've been working on my walking yeah. and like I've realized like on certain words like cow. You know, you, really, you cow. Yeah. I got a fever. And, <laughs> and when you say cow, that <laughs> reminds me of uh, Harry Carey. And like when Will Ferrell would do Harry Carey. What's with the. What's and with I, Mike I do Tyson believe that that's on the list too. And the, if the moon were made out of barbecue spare ribs, would you eat it? Would you then? eat it? I know I would. Then I'd wash it down with an ice cold Budweiser. <laughs> and, which, and this is funny because a lot of listeners may not know this, but. You have pretty much of a hatred for Will Ferrell in movies. In movies, yeah. When it Out, comes outside of SNL, when he when it, when it comes to SNL, truly, you know, he's probably easily top twelve, top ten of cast ma- mates of all time. Because it's George that's Bush. That's something we need to get into now. Because I want to know who like your top ten would be. I mean, that's a. I mean, we don't have to do it right now, but let, I mean, you know that, what? No, 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 no. We can kind of picking that list. My top ten: Belushi. You'd have to have him in there. Okay. Uh, Farrell, Farley, right? Sandler, Spade, Hartman. You have to have Hartman, Phil Hartman. Yeah. Um, how many is that? I lost. I don't count. know. I okay. think we're just kind of naming them now. Hold on. Hold on. <clears throat> Belushi, um, Farley, Farrell, 
Sandler. Um, Hartman. Hartman. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Definitely would have been on mine. Uh, Bill Murray. Dan Aykroyd. Uh, hmm. I'm throwing in Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig, yeah, I could. I I don't think I'd have her in mind because uh, I'd put rather. I think Gil, uh, Gilda Radner, easily. I think she was. She would have been. Uh, man, and that top spot. Then you're just yeah. That's, that's why it's just you know it's very subjective. Because I mean, I think Jimmy Fallon, yeah, can be yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Chevy Chase, but he was only there like one or two seasons. Yeah, that, he was there for one. Yeah, and when he left, that's what that caused a big fight between him and. Uh, Bill Murray. Yeah. Um, Steve Martin. You got Steve Martin there. You've got um, you know, Chris Rock. You got, you know, say what you want about his movie career afterwards, but Rob Schneider. Yeah. Rob Schneider was very funny on that show. Um, Mike Myers. Mike Myers. <laughs> that, he's got to be in there. That'll be my 10th. Because okay. he was, you had Sprockets, you had Wayne's World. You had everything, Linda Richman, you know, mm-hmm. um, it, yeah. But then that throws in Dana Carvey. Yeah, yeah. You got <laughs> Church Lady. You got. Um, um, but I'm thinking of women too, because you know. Well, I said Gilda Radner. Yeah, because yeah, Kristen Wiig. Currently, right now, I don't know if you're watching a lot of it now, but no. Kate McKinnon. That's it's yeah. it's the Kate McKinnon gonna, show. She is amazing. Okay. Here's my here's a non popular opinion. I love the <coughs> Ghostbusters movie they made with them. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't. It was funny. Yeah, Kate McKinnon stole the show. Yeah, she Chris Jericho'd that movie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> she HBK'd that movie. That was <laughs> that ended up being her movie when that character got oh, introduced. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it, and you know, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, um, Jane Curtin. You know, she had she had a lot of. Then you had Molly Shannon. You know, she was yeah, really Molly the first Sh- yeah. woman that did a lot of physical comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, Anna Gasteyer. Sherry O'Terry was always funny on that show. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... And, so many. And, and some of the, the hosts that have, you know, been there frequently or even show up, like Alec Baldwin, you know, he's kind of part of the show now doing, you know, Donald Trump, but Which that's, he that's, hosted tons of times. That is one of my problems with SNL. Um, these days, I don't know. It, it far it's far too political for me. No, but it's, it's always been that way. I mean, it, it, it see, I can't remember it being too overly political in the Farley Sandler Spade Schneider Kevin Nealon days. I don't remember it being that political. Well, that's only because there wasn't. I mean, they you had didn't Bill start, Clinton in the White House. Yeah, but that's when. Uh, oh God, what's his name? Who who was Bill Clinton? Uh, on the show. Hartman did it uh, after him was because um, he does the voiceover now. Since uh, uh, I know who I know who you're talking about. God, I cannot remember his name now. Uh, it kind of it almost is like it's kind of a girly name. I think I, I know who it is. Yeah. I know who it is. I know who you're talking about. But and it the name didn't will really hit me. start until that, and then they were like, "Okay, we have a gold mine here." Because yeah, but nowadays it's 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 like. It's almost gotten to the point where it's kind of lazy to me because, yeah, you can make... It, it's too easy to make a Donald Trump joke. Yeah. I mean... They write themselves. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> and and I, I just don't find it funny anymore. And it's not because I'm defending Donald Trump. I don't right. like Donald Trump. 
I don't I don't I don't like politics in general and I want a show where I can take a break from politics like that right. and political humor. I don't give a shit about your political takes. I really don't. I don't fucking care who you vote for. You're not you're never gonna know who I voted for. Right. Don't like fucking talking about it. I want a show where I can laugh. That's why I love that's why I love the golden to me, the golden age of Saturday Night Live was the Sandler Farley era. Um because you had such funny skits. You had Gap Girls, you know. Gap Girls was great. You had Canteen Boy, you know. The Denise Show. The Denise Show. <laughs> you had Linda Richman. You had um you had the Chris Wayne's World. Wayne's World, the Chris Farley show. You know, it, it was just funny, you know, Phil Hartman with his uh Frankenstein, you know, character. Yeah. All the characters the Phil cave, Hartman did. The caveman, caveman lawyer, lawyer whatever. Yeah, um uh, his Frank Sinatra was always hilarious, mm-hmm. you know. Phil Hartman. Another funny one. I don't know if he'd be in the top ten, but Horatio Sands. Yeah, he's funny. He's that guy that just, all he has to do is just stand there and look awkward, and he's going to make you laugh. He yeah. doesn't even have to do it. Like when they used to do those um, skits, it was usually Jim Fallon and the host, and they worked at Jeffries, I think. They would always be yeah. folding clothes. <laughs> Horatio Sands just shows up just looking awkward as hell in this store, and Jimmy Fallon can't even look at him without laughing. You know? <laughs> because the one where he walked in just wearing, where they were everywhere just only wearing Jim- leather. Yes, and yeah, everything yeah. just they had the sound effects and the squeaking and oh, Aye. it was hilarious. <laughs> anyway, let's go back to your list. Okay, uh, this one you may not be familiar with. David S. Pumpkins. No. It just happened in the last year. Like it was last season. Uh, Tom Hanks was hosting. It was Halloween episode, mm-hmm. and basically the, uh, a couple people were on this this ride it was like this uh haunted elevator ride and you know they'd stop at each floor and you know there'd be like a vampire or, you know a frankenstein or some alien or something and then they got to a floor and it's david s pumpkins it's just a guy wearing a pumpkin suit i mean there's there's the picture all right and I mean, it was Tom Hanks. You know, he pulled it off being funny and all, and had a couple guys with him that, like just did weird dances. Okay. And what made it funny was nobody knew who David S. Pumpkins was, and he was on seventy three of the seventy three of the hundred floors of this ride. <laughs> but they never explained who David S. Pumpkins is. Okay. And it, it was one of those kind of awkward funnies because you don't know what's going on. Yeah, but. and here's another thing about SNL. They've gotten away. Sometimes you're watching a sketch, and it just goes on for entirely too long. It's like you hit your oh, yeah, thing. Yeah. Let's move on. And that still happens today. I mean, there's always It sounds like this bombs. David S. Pumpkin kind of, it, to me, you know, I don't know. But, I mean, this was such a hit. This, this season, they had uh, David S. Pumpkin's, like, animated special. I mean, I wouldn't have put this in like the funniest thirty ever, but no, no, it, no. it had a quick impact for being as new as it was. Okay, uh, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood, hilarious. Yes, with Eddie yes. Murphy. Yeah, who uh, is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, kids, that's the landlord. You know what we do when landlord? We go out the window. Yeah. It was Eddie Murphy. I mean, that's all that needs to be said. Uh, I think one of the quotes here it's got on it. I always wanted to live in a house like yours, my friend, was part of the song. Uh, slipping into his trademark sweater. Maybe when there's nobody home, I'll break in. <laughs> uh, this one here launched Andy Samberg. 
Lazy Sunday. Yeah. With yeah. Chris Parnell. We like that chronic. The what? Chronicles Coles of, of Narnia. Narnia. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That, that started the whole digital media. Yeah, digital shorts. Digital short that. craze, yeah. yeah. The cat lasers, I think. Uh, that one made me laugh a little more. Just <laughs> laser cat. Went, laser yeah. cat, yeah. Uh, this one I am not familiar with. I just thought of Keenan Thompson coming in. He had, like, cats wrapped around his wrist. <laughs> <laughs> he's been there forever. Yeah, it seems like he's been there for a while now. Yeah. Uh, this one I'm not familiar with, uh, Tom Brokaw pre-tapes, Dana Carvey was Tom Brokaw. I remember that, I remember that. Former President Gerald Ford, and he had to, it was like some of the weirdest- Was mauled senselessly by Circus Lion in a convenience store. Was mauled senselessly, but yeah, I I do remember that one, that's pretty funny. Here's one that was always hilarious, Celebrity Jeopardy. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Even the one they did recently when it was with Will, when Will Ferrell came back was pretty funny. because yeah. Tom Hanks was Tom Hanks. That's I love that. Daryl Hammond. That was that's his name. it. That's, that's, that's his who name. I was thinking of. It just yeah. popped up here. I was looking yeah. that up. Yeah, Sean Connery. Oh, yeah. Oh, Trevac. Because <laughs> I remember being back at Lasertron. Uh, Ay had a disc that he would we would just play, and it would be. You know, different SNL like uh, Celebrity Jeopardy sketches, and you don't even need to see him to be funny because. No. I'll take that, you Canadian punch. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we had seen them all anyway, so, I mean, we could picture it when it was playing. Did you see, speaking of Jeopardy, did you see the thing where um, the nerds couldn't answer any football questions, right? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Man, Delicio. how spicy was uh, was uh, Alex Trebek <laughs> getting in that, dude? You know, that's the point, like, if I was in a, you know, if I was a contestant in Jeopardy and I was just kind of hanging in there after that category, I answered all those correctly. I knew every, it's like, yeah, I would have been, I would have won Jeopardy that day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, point counterpoint. This was Jane Curtin and Dan Aykroyd. Vaguely remember those. The, the most famous line in the I forgot exactly. Jane, you ignorant slut. Yeah, that's the most famous line, and it was hilarious at the time. Granted, it was before my time when it aired, but I've seen it. Uh, this one was kind of funny, but I wouldn't have put it in top thirty. Mom jeans. It was one yeah, of their little infomercials. Yeah. yeah, that's not the best commercial they ever did. No, it's that's not um Crystal Gravy. Yeah. That's not Uncle Jamama's pure mashed liquor. Colon blow. Colon blow. Colon blow. <laughs> um, or uh, chocolate donuts. Yeah. That's one that of my was favorites. A good one. Hi, I'm John Belushi. <laughs> He's like got a cigarette. <laughs> and that's one that's not on the list. Uh, chocolate donuts isn't? Well, no. Oh. It, it's not. No. But chocolate donuts it, it isn't? It reminded me of. Uh, when John Belushi would do the like samurai tailor yeah. and samurai anything, samurai samurai sub sandwich maker. That's <laughs> yeah. one of my favorites. <laughs> oh, did you put mayo on there? I didn't want mayo. <laughs> but yeah, none of those are on here. That's list, what I said. There, that's, that list is list. all right. If you're gonna have that newer one, that Sam S. Pumpkins one, and not have yeah. samurai uh, Jim Belushi's samurai character, yeah, this list is whack. Uh. This is one of my favorites. I watch it every year when they do the uh, Christmas special. The Holiday Wish from Steve Martin. Okay. He's basically just sitting down by a Christmas tree, and he's like, you know, this holiday season, I wish it was something like, you know, I wish for all the kids across the world to hold hands and, you know, joy, peace, and harmony. And then he's like, if I had two wishes, he said that one, and then, you know, I want peace across the world. And then after that, he's like, three wishes... He repeats the first two, you know, he keeps going up every time. But then he's like, I'd want 
like a hundred million dollars put into my bank account every month for the rest of my life. <laughs> and then he's like, I want revenge across, you know, <clears throat> revenge against my enemies. And then he's like, he wants a 31 day orgasm. <laughs> but then he's like, okay, if I had those wishes, we're going to put the orgasm first. And then he keeps going on and on, like switching it up. And then the fi- last thing he says, and then of course, all the kids of the world holding it. And that ends up being the last thing that he wants. Okay. But it's, right. it's hilarious. Uh, Chippendales, top skit. One of the best. That's one of the Patrick Swayze. That's Chris probably Farley. that's probably Chris Farley's <laughs> best skit of all time yeah. of all SNL. That's probably Chris Farley's, and he had a lot of great ones. Oh yeah, that's the best one. Just I, I don't know. I'm glad they put the picture of this one, and this is the one they're actually referencing. And you'll know it is. You'll know exactly which skit I'm talking about as soon as I say it. Okay, Debbie Downer. The um, uh, Disney World. The Disney World. Yeah, Disney World. that's the yep. one with the with Horatio Sands wiping tears away with a waffle <laughs> with the Eggos. Yeah, what, yeah, <laughs> with, with the, the, the Mickey waffles. No, yeah, or Mickey whatever. waffles. Yep. <clears throat> but I remember that you know Lindsay Lohan was oh, the, uh, hosting the, that one. That was so funny. That seriously, that's, everybody broke. Yep. Everybody. There was there was yeah and it, 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 yeah. Probably that's another top skit. But the, the Debbie Downers were always yeah, but nothing was as funny as that. No, one. No, that me. was the best one. But yep. <laughs> this was a classic one, White Like Me, where Eddie Murphy. Yes, I remember that one. Became a white guy. Yeah, and, yeah. and went to a bank, and they're like, and the black dude was like, "You want a loan when we have you have no license, nothing." And the guy's like, "Here, just take this money. You're white." Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then at the end, you see Charlie Murphy in that skit too. Yep. So that very that, was, funny. that was a classic one. Uh, Spartan cheerleaders. Classic, classic. Will Ferrell, Sherry I, O'Terry. I can't think of a one that was funnier than the others because they were all pretty funny. Yeah, and they were all pretty much the same. Right, right. You know, like, I like when, you know, it was always, they were always the cheerleader at the worst kind of events for a cheerleader. Like, swimmers don't need cheerleaders, you know? Right. Uh, chess people don't need cheerleaders, and that, that was funny. The Tom Hanks one where he's like the ghost or the spirit of Spartan's past or whatever, yeah. that one was pretty funny. And another one that's not on there, but that one reminds me of is uh, was Will Ferrell and Anna Gasteyer. They were like the middle school chaperones or whatever, but they did little songs. In yeah, the the, yeah, and, yeah, they, yeah. They were kind of like they were a bad version of Captain and Tennille. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Daily Affirmation. Stuart Smalley. Stuart Smalley. Very good. The one they're referencing is the one with Michael Jordan. Is that you know which one was funnier to me? And I don't know if Michael Jordan was on this one, but I think Charles Barkley was on it. Charles Barkley was on one. Okay, and Muggsy Bowes walks in. He's like, man, you short little midget. And Al Franken, Stuart Smiley just go, no, (laughs) we do not say that. Uh, This was a more recent one, but Bill Murray sings the Star Wars theme. Okay. I think this was... During the the 40th anniversary, because you know prior to that, way way back when he was still on the show, you know he sang the Jaws theme. Jaws, and, yeah, Jaws. <laughs> but anything Bill Murray is a yeah, part of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always liked the uh, that when he he'd do the skit with Gilda Radner, he was always giving her noogies. Yeah, I love that one. Here's one I know you'll remember: Brian Fellows. I'm Brian Fellows. I'm Brian Fellows. That bird bites you. You're gonna get rabies. <laughs> Brian Fellows Safari Planet is the one that they're they're referencing, but 
Uh, Tracy Morgan was so funny. Yeah. He really was. And, like, I like the way he delivers himself on that show. He just screams. Yeah. <laughs> the the one line that it's got on here, uh, well, actually, there's two, but one of them, <laughs> I once saw a video of a monkey washing a cat. That's crazy. <laughs> That's I once <laughs> saw a video of a monkey washing a cat. That's crazy. <clears throat> That's crazy. Toonses the driving cat. That was pretty funny. That's pretty funny. All right. Because, uh, like, at one point, the cat, like, had another cat skin over it. <laughs> and they oh, no, it's Tootsie's. And then the cat uh, these are some of my favorite ones. Uh, Stefan. This was recently, uh, not recent. I mean, he hadn't been on the show in five or six seasons now, but uh, Bill Hader. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He'd yeah. come out weekend update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of those. Oh, my God. Yeah, because the funniest part about it is he said, like, later in interviews, when they gave, like, when they had the cue cards up for him to read those at that time, that was the first time he was reading those cue cards. Oh. They surprised him with stuff. And, uh, <laughs> the, the funniest one that I can remember, <laughs> something like, you know, at the, whatever club he was talking about, he said, uh... You get to see Moombas. And Seth Meyers is like, what's a Moomba? He's like, it's like a Roomba, only it's a midget on a skateboard that rolls across the floor eating garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that makes Whatever. Uh, this is pretty specific. Wayne's World meets Aerosmith. Okay. I don't remember that. I don't either. That exact one, but the Wayne's World skits were always yeah generally pretty yeah. good yeah I remember the one where he had Madonna on there yeah yeah for the truth or dare yeah uh, this is a lot more recent uh, Melissa McCarthy as Sean Spicer it's another political one but yeah. seeing uh, her I, play him is she was wild I, it was great I liked I liked her at the 40th anniversary when she did uh, Matt Foley she yeah. was she was funny as Matt Foley uh, <laughs> here's the one we talked about earlier. Space, the Infinite Frontier, with Harry Carey. It's the one with Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Didn't you die a couple of years ago? <laughs> and they make an, they make note here of like, don't know how Jeff Goldblum didn't completely break down during that. But I mean, there was a couple times he did kind of laugh. But Thor Ragnarok is coming out on um, DVD soon, and yeah, in they a couple sh- weeks in the commercials they are like, today is my birthday. Today is my birthday. And I saw on that uh, one of the special features on the disc. Uh, Grandmaster moves in with Thor's old roommate. Did you ever see the... It was after Civil War came out, and, uh, you know, they were like, you know, why wasn't Thor in Civil War? And so they made a video, like he, you know, Chris Hemsworth actually made video as Thor. It's like, you know, what were you doing during this time? And he had, like, moved in with this guy, and, like, I think his name was, like, Daryl or something. Uh, But, I mean, it was just... A roommate, you know, just a normal guy, and Thor's being Thor, just not fitting in. I mean, like, guy's trying to clean his apartment, and he's just got Mjolnir, like, sitting on the floor, and he can't vacuum. <laughs> but apparently on this, uh, Grandmaster moves in with that guy. Oh, Lord. So, that's going to be, that should be pretty funny. Let's do a couple <coughs> more, and then we can come back to this list Yeah, we're day. almost done. Oh, okay. Uh, we're at 24 right now. Oh, okay. So, okay, good, good. <laughs> uh, Hanukkah song. Good song. For good. any... Adam Sandler song that he did during. Um, I liked, I liked um, Lunch Lady Land just a little bit more than Hanukkah song. Yeah, 
mainly because part of Lunch Lady Land was Chris Farley dancing around. Oh yeah, as when, the when lunch he actually lady. did the video for it. Yeah, yeah that because oh that, that that's me and Sloppy Joe got married, <laughs> doing having six kids and doing just fine. Some hoagies and grinders, hoagies and grinders, navy beans, navy beans. Meatloaf sandwich. Sloppy Joe. Sloppy, sloppy Joe. That and uh, Red Hooded Sweatshirt. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, There's something about Lunch Lady Land which is so much more special to me. Yeah. Uh, Cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, 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 Pepsi. Yeah. Cheeseburger, 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 cheeseburger. I miss Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, the restaurant. Yeah. That's really good. There's a little Mexican joint in there right now. Yeah. uh, El Mezcal. Yeah. Um, You know... (laughs) You remember? Do you remember Big Bill? Worked up at Putt Putt for a while. Yeah. He was the guy that ran Max Flight. And yeah. did one night at Putt Putt, we had this idea. We wanted to see who could eat the one pound hamburger from T Burger T Burger faster, <laughs> me or Bill. Bill, folks, is probably six four, six five, and at that time he was well over three, close to four hundred pounds. He's um, a big boy. I ate the one pound cheeseburger and fries. <laughs> faster than Bill. And and I'll tell you what my strategy was. And my friend Steve was there. We have now become man versus food. Steve and uh David Rose were all there. They gave they you know, they gave us drinks and stuff like that and here the rules were you had to eat your burger and the fries first one to get done wins. Um, simple rules. Simple easy. Yeah. Um we start off and Bill takes these two humongous bites out of his burger. <laughs> I mean, his mouth is just full. He's chewing for the next three or four minutes. <laughs> Steve, it, I, Steve said he looked, watched me eat, <laughs> and he got a smile on his face because I'm just eating my normal pants. <laughs> Five minutes and fifty-seven seconds. I put a one-pound hamburger down. That's one pound after it's cooked. Oh yeah, I put a one-pound hamburger and fries down. And I beat Big Bill. Five minutes and fifty-seven seconds. And then our friend Chris Deadman got pissed when he heard about this. He's like, Bill doesn't need to be doing these kind of contests. <laughs> he needs to be seeing who can do the most jumping jacks in five minutes or the most push-ups. <laughs> Not trying to eat a one-pound hamburger. <laughs> I was impressed. I, I, I impressed myself that night. Oh, I destroyed yeah. a one-pound hamburger. Oh, yeah. You know, another time I was on call for my work, and we had this one lady that worked out of a location in Florida. I won't say her name. But she was very annoying when she called on the call. <laughs> and um, we were eating dinner. It was me, my wife, and my in-laws. We were eating dinner at Off the Hoof up in Arlington. Have you ever eaten there? No. Really good burger place. Really good. And they have, like, bison burger and all sorts of other ostrich and right. stuff like that, different types of burgers. I got the 16-ounce burger, one-pound burger. She called right before my burger got there. And it took me forever because my laptop battery died. I had to plug it in, wait for it to charge up, then wait for it to connect to the VPN. Then I had to do all the blah, 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 right, blah. Right. And this lady was running her mouth the entire time. <laughs> and finally got off the phone with her. I was so upset. I ate my burger, my battered cheese fry, cheese and bacon fries, and someone else's fries in like five minutes because I, yeah. I, I was so upset. It was just like <laughs> stress eating and man, it was so good too. I bet, dude. All right, back to the list. My bad. Church chat. Church lady? Church lady. Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey. Classic. Was it Satan? Yeah. 
James Brown celebrity hot tub party. You got to have that. Hot, hot tub. <laughs> hot tub. What's one of the, they have to have some quotes from that, right? Oh, hot tub. Rub a dub in the hot tub. Rub a dub in the hot tub. I vaguely remember this one. And since I don't remember it all that well, I don't, I wouldn't put it in my top 30. The Old Glory Insurance. I don't remember that one. The Sam Waterston. That must have been really old. Uh, well, Adam McKay was doing was the head writer. You know, he's the guy that does all the movies with Will Ferrell now, like writes oh. all those movies. Yeah, I don't, I do not remember <coughs> that. It was ninety five. So that's going to be over. Did you see Crystal Gravy in there at all? No, that's Is over that Uncle Jemima's pure mashed liquor. All the, uh, the the car for crazy people. Do you remember that one? Yeah, <laughs> like well, it's got a car. It's got a sink in there, so you can wash your hands for five hundred. <laughs> The the it's like Will Ferrell. He's like the the truck can hold three hundred forty full gallons of water or something. Yeah. Or Eric the Red. That's not that fictional product's not on there. Eric the nope. Red was hilarious. Yeah, I told you there's a lot on here. That like, like this one. Will Forte is the Falconer. That's not. Is was Gumby on the list? No. Gumby's that, not on that the was list. Number twenty nine. We only have one more. Oh, okay, okay. And there's. It's not. So you didn't see Gumby? No. My name is Gumby. Damn it, not Gums. That I didn't hear Coneheads. Was that on the list? There was. They didn't put Coneheads nope. on the list. Okay, okay. We didn't hear Cabin Boy. <laughs> and Did, the the final one, just so we can finish it out and then go through the ones that should have been on there. Uh, Sarah Palin and Hillary Clinton addressed the nation. Okay, funny. That funny. was fun. Yeah. So so you, no Gumby. No, I didn't hear Gap Girls. Nope. Gap Girls was so fun. Lay off me, man. I'm starving yeah. here. <laughs> um, I did, who, uh, no Cabin Boy. Uh, Schmidt's Gay. That's one of the best commercials. And they didn't have that on the list? Schmidt's Gay? No. Okay. Some millennial wrote this <laughs> list. And that, that was just too upsetting. Oh. Uh, honestly, one of the funniest ones for like the digital shores or whatever. Dick in a Box. Yeah, Dick in a Box. Mother Lover. Yeah, Mother Lover. Like those, any of them that Andy Samberg did, basically. Um, you know, on a boat. Um, let's see who I'm trying. I'm just trying to think of like recurring characters. Linda Richmond wasn't on the list. Nope. That that Linda Richmond was. Wayne's hilarious. World was the only Mike Myers. Yeah. Skit. So no Sprockets. Sprockets nope. was so. Now now we danced. I liked uh, Simon. So I, yeah, that's I like to do drawings. Yeah, and and he couldn't eat chocolate, and like when he finally did, he like ripped the playground, break the playground, and like run running. down the street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, man, it just seems like so much. You, you know, uh, The Rock had some funny, super funny skits, like yeah. Nick Cottrell. Um, yeah, uh, there was that one where he's on the ladies' man. The ladies' man wasn't on there the at ladies all. Man, the, I got my Cavassier right here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like he fully supports Valentine's Day because it's the only national holiday dedicated to getting down. <laughs> um, you know what other skit I'm surprised isn't on there? You like it, the juice, uh huh? You like it, the juice? The juice, she's a good, uh huh? Mm-hmm. You know, that's another great one. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think, of, you know. I uh, mean, sweaty balls. Sweaty ball, sweaty balls, yeah, with uh, Anna Gasteyer and I think Molly that, Shannon and Alec Baldwin. Yep. Yeah. Um, any of those skits. And nobody broke Anna during Ga- that. Anna Gasteyer is Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. <laughs> I have a brown ba- brown bag full of poo here. 
we can decorate it in certain ways. Because our Christmas one was great because it was Martha Stewart's like topless Christmas special. <laughs> you know what else should have been on there? Bring it on in to Omniville. Yeah, the Omniville ones. Or um, there was... Or whichever uh, version of it that they had. They had like Homelessville and... There was a skit where the, um, him and Andy Samberg were... Irish immigrants talking about what that life could be like for oh, their yeah. ancestors and cry me a river. Oh, so he's gonna sing like a girl? Yeah. No, you <laughs> men can sing like that and be okay. Because um, also in that oh. skit, he mentioned uh, they said something like, "Yeah, he's gonna grow up and did a really great pop singer, and you know they're all gonna deny that they did it, but he did." <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe our maybe our great grandchildren and can work together. Yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. Um, that brings me to another one. Phil McCantry, Scottish therapist. Yeah. He's Phil McCantry, Scottish therapist. I've got three sizes. Small, medium, and freaking huge. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Molly Shannon, um, superstar. Yeah, superstar. None of her, none of that was on there. Um. They had the Night of the Roxbury guys. Yeah, that's, that's a classic. Yeah. Uh. Especially the one with Jim Carrey. Yeah, well, and Tom Hanks, you know, he was on one, too. And, like, you have to think of these skits, like, you know, I bet you um, when they'd have certain people, and he's like, yeah, I can't wait to do the Roxbury skit. I can't wait to do this skit, right. you know. Um, you know, Mango, not on the list. No. Um, what was the other character he did? The man, the missing link or whatever? Yeah. Uh, the, when he was yeah. Monkey Boy or whatever. Yeah. And The Rock did that with him once. Yeah, that was a hilarious episode, the way he, they ate apples. Yeah. Uh, bah, 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 just bah. spitting them across the room. Um, Another f- hilarious like series of them that they did uh, with Jason Sudeikis and Will Forte when they did the old uh, classic uh, like ESPN classic, and it, they were always covering like uh, it'd be like women's darts or women's bowling, but it was really just about their banter back and forth, you know, and it was their sponsors that was the funniest part, you know. They'd be watching, you know, women's darts, and Will Forte's character had no idea what was going on. I mean, he was just oblivious. But Jason Sudeikis was like, and that brings us to our, you know, our proud sponsor of Vagisil. (laughs) And, like, they would just go into it, and then he would throw out horrible, like, puns and, like, catch lines for it. And the funniest one is he was like, it was a... he kept calling it vaginal cream. Oh. And he, he would say it like three or four times, and then finally it clicked in his head. He's like, you know, that may be vaginal. Because <laughs> he realized he was saying it wrong. Uh, MacGruber. MacGruber. Um, you know, you have to, I just can't believe some of these reoccurring characters that stuck around on that show for a long time, you know. Uh, I didn't hear any Phil Hartman skits. Frank Sinatra wasn't on there. Mm-mm. His Frank Sinatra skits were yeah. hilarious. Like when they... When he kept bringing in different celebrities to sing with him, and they were gone in like a take, and he, they're yeah. like, "What the? That's why that lady's uh, tramp cut in front of. Him. Let's go to the next one." Um, you know, Caveman Lawyer. We talked about that one. Yeah, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. And- um, no John Lovitz. No Compulsive Liar. Mm. He was that stuff was funny. I like the uh, the Hollywood Minute with David Spade. Yeah, that was great. That was great. Um, oh, uh, the ambiguously gay duo. Yeah, any Gary? of the yeah the, the uh, fun with uh, sounds or something. What was it? Oh, uh, I forgot. What TV Funhouse. TV Funhouse. T- TV. Was, no yeah. TV Funhouse. <laughs> no. Bold choice not to have those in there because ambiguously gay duo was hilarious. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, but they had like Ace and Gary. Tootsie yeah. the driving cat over those. That that see that's that's. Like I said, you know, 
David S. Pumpkins was funny, but I definitely wouldn't have put it over. Yeah, you know, um, most of the ones we've mentioned since then. Uh, let's see. There, you know, the uh, oh, the super fans. Come on, yeah. That's a cl- that is like yeah, I forgot about them. Da, yeah, da bears, da bears, da bears. Da bears. <laughs> you know, and then you had Jordan on there, and like I remember, Jordan was all there. Dan Aykroyd was like pushing like products with his name that like shouldn't kids shouldn't buy. And like one was a tattoo kit. <laughs> And the other was like, shave your head like Jordan. He's like, I don't think kids should buy that. Oh, wait, there's there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, hey, it says on there on the box. Hey, you be careful with that. <laughs> and that reminds me of, uh, it's still kind of fresh on my mind because it was, you know, just a couple months ago, but like they always do the Christmas special. So it's like the greatest Christmas ones. And there was one from uh, Dan Aykroyd and Candace Bergen and where she was interviewing him on this show about all the unsafe toys that he has. And that, it yeah, was like it's Johnny Switch, yeah. It was like Johnny Switchblade, and it was like a little like action figure. But when you clicked his shoulder or whatever, a switchblade popped out of his head. <laughs> and he had like a <laughs> the best one was just a bag of glass. That was it. It was just yeah, it's just a bag of glass. That, that that's may all be, it is. I may be confusing things. I was like, hey, you be careful with that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's just so many other skits too. Eric the Red, you know, ha 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 ha, like. A uh, super fun ball, super mega fun ball yeah. that had like the all the uh, do not stare at super mega fun ball, do not taunt super <laughs> mega fun ball, do not throw you know, do not. The core of super mega fun ball is made from this material. If you get exposed to it, you do not come in contact with human beings or something like that. The the voiceover ones that Phil Hartman would do, the deep thoughts with Jack yeah, Handy, those were great. Um, amazing laser. Do you remember that product? No, it's like just <laughs> it was just. Like, it's supposed to be for yard work, and they're putting, like, all these disclaimers on it, and, like, you shoot it at a pile of lasers, and it just disappears. Like, criminals, please do not buy Amazing Laser. <laughs> you know what? In fact, no one buy Amazing Laser. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Britney Spears and Tracy Moore eat a doo-doo pie. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. He was the bu- Him as the bum. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What was the one with the... Uh it was Jimmy Fallon and Rachel Dratch. They were like the the Boston. Yeah, the Boston kids. super fan. Yeah. You are no, you, you are. are no ma, no ma. Um, uh, oh, uh, what about the um, uh, the couple that it was usually Chris Kattan and I think Sherry O'Terry, and they're like always had these innuendos. But then when like the host would say like <laughs> Daddy's going to get laid, they're like Oh God, oh, oh my God, what are you what? Oh my God, I can't yeah. believe he said that. Um, so that the them. Uh, you know, it just seems like Kristen Wiig had some good ones. Uh, Target Lady, Target Lady, the the first Target Lady was the best one. Um, that character where she looks weird with the little hands and the big <laughs> forehead. Yeah. That one. Um, she. Uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, uh, um, who? There was one that was like she. She's one where she, I can't remember her name, but she, every time she talks, she's trying to one up. Everybody yeah. else. Yeah, I know that. I know, but I know God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she had one. It was on, like, I think it was, like, prior to Thanksgiving. Uh, Anne Hathaway was on there. And she was talking, <laughs> like, somebody had said, I think Anne Hathaway had said something about, you know, her ancestors came over on the Mayflower. And Kristen Wiig's character was like, yeah, well, my ancestors came over a month earlier. They were on the April Flower. <laughs> and <laughs> Oh, <clears throat> I thought of another funny commercial. Peyton Manning United Way. Oh, that was great. That was hilarious. Get in the... I said shut the door. (laughs) 
all right, turn around, turn around, like pegs a dude in the back because he didn't turn around yeah. for the ball. I throw the ball, you catch it. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying I've killed a man. I'm not saying I. I'm not saying I'd kill. I'm not saying I have. I'm not saying I had. Ah, fuck it. Get her. <laughs> Who wants to go party with my mansion? Yay! I'm just fucking with yeah, you. Yeah, nobody's coming. Um, Eli Manning had some fun st- yeah, uh, some when good he ones. when uh he hosted one time and it was like text that he was sending late at night, you know, because he was like on trial for murder. Yeah. No, it, he was like, hey, you up, you out, you up, you out, cool, but it's pronounced cool, Yeah, but it's spelled cool, but it's pronounced cool. And we also have his web <laughs> trade. It's like, I, I confess to the murder. It's like, no, 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 you did. You, you did. It's like <laughs> granny point, you know, um, and then um, let's see. He also did on that skit. He did like cel- he's trying to record his celebrations for Madden, and they had all these guys come in. Like he was doing the worst ones. <laughs> I remember that when one, he yeah. threw the grenade. He's like, <laughs> or he, and he's like, he ended up like dropping a sandwich and then eating it. <laughs> he's like, yeah. okay, that, that's a cut. Um, let's see. I'm trying to. Can we, was Keenan Thompson on the list? I don't think he was on there at all. Did he have any recurring characters? Oh, he had the no. That was my favorite that. one that he did. It was the, uh, it was like an old seventies like, uh, like dance show type thing. You know, oh, you ooh, break into song and do wee. it. Yeah. What's up with that? Yeah. What's up with that? And like and Zach Galifianakis was like a dual flute player. Yeah. And, and like Jason Sudeikis was always doing the Running Man, and yeah. they'd have just random people run in, it and then always, they'd always get to Lindsey Buckingham, and they'd run out of time. Right, and then uh, De- uh, Hater, Bill Hater was always the run, the, yeah. was uh, Lindsey. And then on one episode, Lindsey Buckingham was actually there, and they ran out of time and didn't get to interview him. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> and I remember What's Samuel up L. Jackson that? was like just on a random one of that, and I think he dropped the F-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> he said something, and I remember Keenan was like, Sam, we can't be doing that. <laughs> uh, I can't think of... There's the drunk girl. She was always funny on um, Weekend Update. She'd show up, and like one time her face was like perfectly tanned on one side because she passed yeah. out in the sun. Um, let's see. And then, you know... You bu- I mean, there's, there's tons. Will Ferrell... I know I don't like the political jokes, as George Bush was hilarious. Oh, yeah. I always liked it. I didn't no, it doesn't have those Jalapolinos in it or anything. Yeah. And then um and who did Dan who was Al Gore? Was it it was Daryl Hammond too. He would do a good Al Gore. Yeah. Um so so many to name and we could we could talk like I could talk on this for two oh, more yeah. hours because, you know, back in the day I loved SNL. You know, not so much these days anymore, unless Justin Timberlake's gonna be on then I'm gonna Oh, I know I thought I know another one I'd talk I'm Mark Wahlberg. Let's talk to animals. <laughs> yo ca, yo cat. You're a cat. What's it What's like up being a cat? That? Yo, goat, you got a goatee. I had a goatee in the perfect <laughs> storm. What's up with that? <laughs> say, mama you, said hi. Tell you, say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> like then Wahlberg like meets up with Sandberg. He's like, I don't appreciate your your, your impression of me. And then like somebody, Amy Pola, you're dressed up like Hillary Clinton. <laughs> What's up with that? Say how you, and Andy Sandberg is just like in the background like, yeah. <laughs> and like. They they did another one where he's like talking to Christmas animals, so he's talking like to a reindeer and Frosty yep. the snowman and Yeah. I'm Mark Wahlberg. Let's talk to some animals. So I think we can leave it off there. We did you ever see Pop Star? Andy no. Sandberg's movie? No. It's no. hilarious. I never saw that stunt movie he did either. Yeah, it wasn't that good. But Pop yeah. Star is yeah. hilarious. See, and Andy Sandberg's another one of those guys, like, as far as a feature star goes, he's not really that good. But like in a supporting role, like um, did you, have you seen Friends with Benefit? Not Friends with Benefits. 
Yeah, it is Friends with Benefits with Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake. Yeah. He's just great in that in like the five minutes he's in the movie. That's the kind of role for him. Superstars, I mean, not superstar, uh, pop star, never stop, stops, never stop, never stopping is what it's called. But it, it's hilarious. Well, there's another movie. Uh, what was that movie did with Sandler? Where he was, Sandler was like had his, at a very oh, young yeah. age, so they're like really like twelve years apart or something like that. I can't remember. I know exactly what you're talking Dad, about. Vanilla Ice was in it, and yeah, not, it was hilarious. Uh, yeah, some Milo Ventimiglia was in it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's uh, I think it's like that's my boy. That's my boy. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Do you ever see? Have you seen both Grown Ups films? Yeah. Did you? So Grown Ups was the better movie. Oh yeah. But I think I laugh more watching Grown Ups too. Stone Cold. Stone Cold was great in it. Shaq was hilarious in it. Yeah. Like in the final fight scene in the end, and Shaq grabs Milo Ventimiglia, and he's like, starts giving him a noogie, <laughs> and you hear Milo going, my brain, and then just throws him over a house. Um, Stone Cold was great in that. I mean, I laugh more in that one, just because of the, you know, you had Nick Swartzen, who was just the crazy dude. My wife left me. Yeah. After three weeks. What happened? She caught me eating a banana. With my butt. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like you said, Stone Cold was great in it. And, like, people are trying to fight him, and he's just hitting them one at a time. Yep. <clears throat> uh, and I love that um, Shaq was, um, what, Tim Meadows' younger brother. Yep. And, like, Tim Meadows raised his hand to hit him. Don't hit me! And, like, Come <laughs> on, Shaq. You know, and, that, uh, and Tim Meadows was great in that movie, and his whole family was great because, like, Ellen Cleghorn was his wife, and they had, like, the same haircut. But when he showed up, I was like, what are you doing here, Boopsie? I thought you were taking my daughter out. I am not Boopsie. <laughs> and then he ins- so you came looking like a black Muppet? And the- their reaction was always the same. What? <laughs> <laughs> And, and, like, Dan Patrick in all of Sandler's movies is hilarious. Oh, he's so great. Uh, <laughs> he, he climbed the rope in gym class for grown-ups, too. <laughs> and you just see his nuts in his shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and the playing Tim Meadows' son in that movie goes... <laughs> just breathe. <laughs> Someone needs to put those in. Someone needs to put those eggs back in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved him in the grown ups or yeah, because he was who's the dude watching the slide. You were two of the hottest chicks I've ever seen. So it's just funny. Funny how Dan Patrick is like always in an Adam Sandler movie now. Someone needs to put those eggs back in the basket. <laughs> Oh, man. Let's get out of here. Yeah, that's a whole lot of talking we do. Be, be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. You can follow me. I'm at Derek, D-E-R-I-C-K-O-V-E-R-S-E-L-L. At WolfMike23. Also, be sure you check out the website, OversellPod.com. And while you're there, check out the Amazon link. You can buy anything on Amazon, folks. Um, we just got Star Wars Imperial Assault, which we're going to have to do something with that. I want to record us playing and talking shit and me, you know, as the Imperial player, fucking all the rebel scum up. Your rebel scum to me in that game. Okay, fair enough. Um, and I want to do some more, like, play Magic. I want us to record playing Magic. You know, me and Mike, for those that don't know, me and Mike, we used to play a lot of Magic. We're together. nerds. Still are. And we have, we bo- one of our biggest special decks that we always played, was we were land destruction guys. <laughs> we love that. That's, you know, it's, it's age-old war. Cut off supplies, and, you know, when people are going to not win so 
me and Mike, we would play this game and like we would play these decks against each other and like the first one that got three lands out to be able to start destroying shit. That's it. That you won. It's like <laughs> mem- there's a game Ben I think had a deck that only had like six land in it, but he can get them out quick and then that's all he needed to get his deck going. <laughs> we destroyed all of his land and he he just kept drawing cards the rest <laughs> of the game. And then just draw discard draw discard. Um, I was playing with Kent one time, and he had a deck that was all he had never he had never lost with it until he played me because it was all mountains, and I played a card that turned every mountain into plains, and he couldn't get rid of it, so he had no mana, so he couldn't do anything. He's just like, this is stupid. <laughs> I remember Tommy's nightmare deck. Tommy, oh man, his that blue black. I think it was blue black, and it was a it was his Buffalo Bills deck. Yeah, that thing would fuck you up left because every right. time you put a creature out, it would just take one of your cards. Yep, take a card, and you couldn't get it back because you couldn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, his nightmare that his it was his Buffalo Bills deck because he got it. He got inspiration from me because I built a Tampa Bay deck <laughs> that was blue or red and black. Red and black, yeah. Which was I think it had a lot of nightmares in it too. Nightmares were so much fun. Yeah, they were such good cards. And then I've lost so much. Uh, I've been out of touch from that. There's probably mechanics in there I wouldn't even understand. Oh, it's nuts. Um, we need to do that. We need to play Hero Clicks. You still? I know you still have all still mine. Got them, yeah. Um, yeah. So got them all. All right, folks. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. The easiest way to get to this podcast is to subscribe on iTunes. And while you're there, leave us a five star review. It helps with our ratings. And you have been listening to the Oversell Podcast. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.